You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. And good evening, everyone, and happy Sunday evening. I'm Eileen, your host for this show, and we love coming here every Sunday night and connecting with everyone, offering a little spiritual wisdom, some readings on air, and creating a vibration of love that emanates from this space as a gift to all in its path. So for those of you that are new to the show, We're here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and I never know what I'm going to talk about until usually a few minutes before the show, and today is no different than any of our other weeks. It's been a very busy and somewhat chaotic time, and yet at the same time, it may sound very contradictory, but as it has been chaotic it's also been an incredible an incredibly powerful time of creating change i have been blessed to work with clients for almost 25 years in the capacity with which i do at this time which is in my private practice um offering energetic healing, Akashic records readings, um, house blessings, etc., both in person and remotely, uh, by phone, by Zoom, and clients of all ages. You know, I love working with children. I'm an old pediatric nurse from my clinical days, but I'm blessed to work with many different types of individuals. The thing that is common to everyone is that at some point in time in our lives, no matter how old we are, we experience the loss of a loved one, the loss of a friendship, the loss of um, a part of our lives that we envisioned continuing for an indefinite period of time. There are so many types of losses 
And for every type of loss that we experience, we go through a grieving process, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. And so in honor of one of my cousins um, transitioning to spirit today, and I just found out about it a few minutes before the show started, that I want to talk about grief and grieving tonight. This feels like um, an appropriate conversation to have. So what I know, we, 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 in a humorous way, but also in a way that really honors the human journey, we say that if we breathe, we grieve. You can't get away from it. It's not something that you can avoid. It's not something that it's healthy to close your eyes to because we experience it throughout our lives. Imagine as we walk through this journey of life, when we're children, if we're blessed to have our parents live and we don't experience a personal uh, death of a sort, we go through the, the sense of loss of leaving our home and starting school. So there is a change that for some may perceive, be perceived as a loss. As we go through the educational experience for many of us, you know, we go through elementary school, we become the eldest in the school, um, and then we have to shift schools, right? And so, again, it, it is an experience of a loss in a way. And, and this occurs again and again if we continue to advance through the educational process. Friendships will come and go, and if that friendship was an emotional connection for us, then we will feel a sense of loss for that presence of that person in our lives. And in today's world, with the advent of the World Wide Web, we are so immediately exposed to the traumas of life to the deaths within so many different circumstances. And they are in our news. They're on the internet. They're in our news feed. They show up in Facebook. They show up everywhere. Because if we breathe, we grieve. We are always going to be experiencing a loss of some kind or another in our relationship to something or someone throughout our lives. Now, many people are blessed to not experience the transition to spirit of someone close to them until they're much older. But as I said, in this day and age, with us being so connected intimately through the Internet, we experience the loss that other people are having almost every day. I see it often on Facebook. People are posting that someone has transitioned to spirit or they're remembering someone, a family member, a parent, a sibling. The sense of loss is almost palpable. And so 
What does grief and grieving mean to you? It's something that people rarely want to talk about. Fortunately, it is a subject that I'm incredibly comfortable with and one that offers great comfort to my clients as being able to create that space that they can talk about it without judgment, without any sense of discomfort other than feeling the emotions of it as the sharing is expressed. For those of you that are in an immediate grieving process, I surround you with love as I know how challenging it can be, although I will never really understand and know your personal experience of grief because it is just that. It is personal. But as an empath, I do feel so much of what other people experience. For those of you that are remembering someone, and perhaps it's not such an immediate loss, but something has triggered the memory of them to you. I surround you with love. Grieving is a circular process, and I invite you to consider what that means. For it to be healthy, one must see grief and grieving as part of life, as how we are able to define the experience of loss, whatever that is. Without some belief about our spirituality, what we believe comes next, where we come from, it sometimes for some people makes it very challenging to move through the experience of grief and grieving. I find it interesting that hospice offers a year of bereavement counseling, at least they used to, and there are, (coughs) oh, excuse me, hold on. And there are different religiously dogmatic rituals that also help to define the bereavement period and the grieving process. In Judaism, it is also a year of formal grieving with different stages of the process, very clearly defined by ritual. The reason that there are these amazing processes and rituals that are available to us is because it is a process and it takes time. The first year is filled with triggers. Every holiday, every anniversary, every birthday, every special time that would remind us of that person who is no longer present in a body will trigger the experiences of grief and grieving as if sometimes it feels like that person just transitioned. The feelings are so palpable and it's astonishing to some people and quite surprising. They don't expect it, that the feelings would be so strong so much of a period of time later. But that's very natural 
and very common. And so if we think of grieving as a circular process so that you can appreciate what you're experiencing, you can be anywhere on that circle of experiencing your loss at any given moment in time. And it can be 10 years later, 20 years later, and you may have an experience of the intensity of emotion as if the person that you're feeling the loss of just transitioned. And it wasn't 10 or 20 years ago, but it feels like it just happened. It is not uncommon. What I have found through my years of experience, both in the loss as well as with working with clients, is that when many years have passed, even though the emotion can be intense that is triggered by something or someone, oftentimes it can be another loss or attending a funeral or a celebration of life for someone that we might not have known, but we know the person who experienced the loss. And all this emotion comes up and we wonder, why are we crying? Why are we feeling this sense of loss when we didn't even know the person? And the reason is because our own losses are always being triggered. No matter how insignificant the experience of loss might be or how significant, we are always being triggered by each life experience that unfolds in our lives. And grief and grieving is no different. And so just as we can experience the intensity of the emotion, what I have found over time is that when it's many years later, the intensity may still be there, but it is short-lived for so many of us. So if you have a recent experience of loss, and maybe it's your first one, Trust and know that it gets better with time. But there is no rule of thumb. There is no guidepost here except to please love yourself as much as you can and be as kind to yourself as you can as you move through the experiences that you're having. The emotions that we experience are a gift. Emotions from an energetic perspective are simply that they're energy vibrating at different frequencies. The ones that we judge as negative or that don't feel good are simply a lower vibrational emotion. Whereas the ones that we judge as positive or that feel good to us are a higher vibrational experience. All of the emotions of grief and grieving tend to be the ones that are the low vibrational ones. So they're dense and they can be very uncomfortable. But think of them as a gift if you can. Any emotion, whether it's related to grief and grieving or, or something else. Emotions help us to define where we are in our life experiences. Without them, we wouldn't have a clue. And we would be having such a challenge navigating this amazing journey of life without them. They are a core aspect of the human experience. And as such, again, I invite you to embrace them. 
with gratitude for they help you to use what I refer to as your greatest human superpower, and that's choice, present moment choice. For in the experience of an emotion, you get to choose what you want to do with that emotional experience. Stay in it, address it consciously and shift it. There are endless possibilities of choices that you have. But if you make a conscious choice, then you are responding to this energy of emotion that you're experiencing. Without that, we are in a reactive mode and are not able to be making conscious choices. And this is true for any emotion, not just the ones that are part of the constellation of emotions involved with the grief and grieving process. So please be very kind to yourself, as loving as you can when these emotions show up in your life. Talk to someone if you feel the need to. There are, if you're stuck in the process of grieving to the degree that you are not able to function in your day-to-day life, then please schedule time to talk with someone, whether it be a grief counselor, a licensed mental health counselor, licensed clinical social worker, a psychologist, or a holistic practitioner like myself that has extensive experience dealing with the process of grief and grieving. Reach out to someone so that you can be supported in a loving way to move through this experience of grieving in your life. If you're functioning and you're just having sad moments, trust and know that's normal. Just give yourself the space and the time to heal. It won't be the only time you feel this way. It's just part of being human. And so, I hope that this information has been helpful to you in some way. And know that there are many people, including myself, that are available to you if you are in need of support. With that said, let me just share with you a couple of um, events that are coming up this month. Um, Actually, next Wednesday, May 29th, we have our monthly new moon clearing. Now, if you were on the show last week or listened to the replay, you might have noticed that I gave certain dates. Well, I shifted. Um, Monday, the 27th, is Memorial Day here in the U.S. So I changed our monthly new moon clearing process for entrepreneurs and small business owners to Wednesday, May 29th at 12 p.m. Eastern. And uh, for the general new moon clearing process, that will be Friday, May 31st. And this is all in relation to the next new moon, which is scheduled for June 3rd. I feel like I scheduled it. It isn't scheduled. It occurs June 3rd, right? 
If you've not experienced this free podcast, I invite you to uh, go on my website to Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash um, events, and you will see for the dates of um, May 29 and May 31 when that page opens. You can link on either one of them and register through that link if you've never registered before. This is These are monthly events. The They're quite lovely to help you to clear out any old energy so that when you set your intentions for the next lunar cycle, which is what the new moon is all about, that you can do so with a greater sense of clarity and conscious presence. Um, yes. Okay, so what else did I want to share with you? Also, for those of you in the South Florida area, which is where I live, save this date, June 22nd, Saturday afternoon from 2 to 5. I am offering a very special workshop, which will be taking full advantage of the summer solstice energy. So the energy of the summer solstice is quite powerful as well as the full moon energy that week. So this is going to be strictly an experiential process. And I highly invite you to, um, those of you local, to join me and take full advantage of these amazing energies as we clear out whatever serves our highest good and connect even more deeply into our hearts in our relationship with ourselves, Mother Earth, and each other. All right. Okay. So we're going to begin um, our readings. Let me just see here. I think RJ is with someone. So I am going to welcome. Are you with me, RJ? There you are. I am here. Hello, sweet man, and good evening. Uh, Well, good evening to you. Uh, Wonderful day. Almost 90 degrees out here today and sunny skies. Oh, my Goddess. Almost summertime, and it's not even Memorial Day yet. (laughs) Well, it's definitely summertime here in South Florida and has been for a couple of weeks now. We're in our rain pattern, and and our humidity is picked up, and I'm not so thrilled, you know, but it is what it is. It's part of nature, and thank God I have air conditioning. I'm so grateful. That's That's all I have to say. (laughs) So where are we starting our journey tonight, RJ? We're going to start our first call with a, a new listener to the show, Lisa from Connecticut. Ah, good evening, Lisa, where I hope it's cooler than it is down here in Florida. <clears throat> um, thank you so much. Um, my condolences for your loss of your cousin. Thank you, Lisa. That's very kind of you. How can we be of service to you tonight, honey? What's going on in your world? Well, I'm wondering, um, I keep being told I'm supposed to be doing some things and having some gifts and I don't see them and I'm wondering um, where they are and if my guides or angels could give me some information or guidance. Mm. An interesting question. Thank you. All right. So go ahead and breathe into your heart center for me. Take a couple of breaths. And connect in there for me. You, my little friend, have several gifts. And I think you are aware of many of them. Um, Perhaps 
not on a conscious level, but you do, you do have them. And one of them is a gift of vision. And what I mean by that is you have the ability to, to not just your imagination, but if you're familiar with the energy centers, the third eye or brow center is a connector to our inner vision. It's what we see without our actual eyes. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So you have a sense of knowing of things. You have a great sense about people. And you have this inner wisdom that I think on some level scares the bejeebies out of you. And, and, um, and so you may be a little hesitant to allow it to come to its full expression, but I want to say to you, Lisa, don't be frightened of a gift. It will serve you. It will make life easier for you if you embrace that, which is part of who you are. Does that make sense to you? And does that feel right to you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So did something happen that you're frightened of your ability to see or know things? Um, well, I knew my father was going to die. I saw dark all around him. When my baby died, I saw an angel of death in the house. I've been looking into my dog's eyes for the last few months knowing something was wrong and feeling like she was dying, and she was, but surgery has saved her so far. And I, like, mm. hug somebody, like, hug somebody and know that they're not going to be here soon. So I get scared. Okay. okay. So this is what I want to say to you. <clears throat> There's a reason you have this gift. And knowing something doesn't make it happen. Knowing something allows you an opportunity to love someone through an experience. Otherwise, the information would not be available to you. Does that make sense to you, honey? Yes. Okay. Not everyone has this gift. And and I hear you that it is unnerving for you, especially the way that it has revealed itself to you. When someone close to us when that information is revealed to us, it can be very unnerving, especially with a child. I can't even imagine what that felt like for you. But moving forward, to whatever degree you can begin to study or learn about these gifts that you have and ways that you can be of service to others, will allow you to be in alignment with your soul's purpose for being here in this body in a very different way than perhaps you already are. But that's up to you. We're in a free will dimension here. So you get to choose every step of the way, what you do and what you don't choose to do. Okay. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. It's an extraordinary gift you have. An extraordinary gift. 
So if you have someone in your community that you can talk to or that you have spoken to that might assist you with this, or feel free to reach out to me privately if you would like, but do your best to love this part of you, Lisa, because it's an extraordinary gift, honey, truly. I am surrounding you with love. Thank you so much. God bless you. And thank you, honey. God bless you, too. Oh, good Lord. This coughing is going to drive me crazy tonight and everybody else's ears, so I apologize. Not sure what this is all about, but we're going to deal with it the best we can. All right, RJ, where are we off to from Connecticut? We're headed over to Wisconsin and visit with a return caller, Michelle. All right, Michelle, good evening. How can we be of service tonight? Hi, Eileen. I just want to say thank you for your talk. My my mom just passed away on um, April 7th, and it was uh, really helpful to hear. And I've been having a tickle in my throat, like a <laughs> cough, but I'm not sick. But I don't know if that's what you're picking up because, I mean, so far you said every single thing I needed to hear. So, <laughs> well, if the tickle is yours, take it back. <laughs> I am empathic, Michelle, but not usually, I'm not usually empathic for physical symptoms, but for emotions, but we'll deal with it. It seems kind of weird, because I swear it's happened, like, after my mom died, that I'm not sick either. It's just this tickle, the same kind of thing, and it doesn't happen, like, 24-7, but it, like, several times a day, I'll just, like, have a coughing fit, and at night, I've been sucking on cough drops to help me fall asleep. So I get it. <laughs> one, one of the things that you might consider, even if this is not your question, right, but one of the things you might mm-hmm. consider doing is recognizing that the throat is it's a creative energy center, and it's where we speak our truth and speak up for ourselves to ourselves first and to others. So when we have any issue going on with the throat, there's mm-hmm. something that we need to express. Quite frankly, I would appreciate my tickle disappear at least while I'm on the show so that it will be a little <laughs> bit more comfortable for everybody's ears. But in general, that's what it's mm-hmm. about. So, so maybe you, it's about my grief, like you were saying. It might be. It might be something mm-hmm. that can simply be resolved by maybe sitting down and writing out your feelings, writing mm-hmm. out any thoughts or feelings that you're having that have that are either related to your mom or maybe they're not related. I would just, do you know what automatic writing is? Have you ever done that? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not an intentional, you know, where you have a subject that you want to write about. Right. You just sit down, connect in with your heart or connect in in whatever way feels um, good to you or is your way and then just put pen to paper just write everything and anything until you feel like there's nothing else to say you know and allow okay. for the emotions to come up okay you know? I will because even if we have whether we have not even whether we have had 
a very loving and nurturing and supportive relationship with our moms or whether it's been challenging, there's always something, you know, when they transition to spirit that we need to resolve or we need to lovingly address. And sometimes it shows up for us in a physical symptom to let us know where we are in the experience or where we're holding the energy of whatever is bothering us. That makes sense. Yeah. And remember, it's about you with you first. You may find that if something related to your mom's transitioning needs to be expressed to someone else, that that may be one part of it, but the, the mind body connection is, is always about who we are being in our relationship with ourselves first. So it's about speaking our truth to ourselves or speaking up for ourselves to ourselves first. Hmm. Make sense? That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Did you have another Thank question you. or was that your question? Um, no, I kind of... I don't know. I'm, I keep going back and forth on my question, what I was going to ask, and then I'll go to a different question. And <laughs> the right. first thing I was going to ask you was love, but then after that last caller, I was thinking, oh, maybe I should ask if I'm on my life purpose or something like that. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I whatever you. comes up. Well, okay. I so guess I'm still a little off from my mom. And And understandably so. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. As I mentioned, there is no time frame for right. for grief and grieving. There just isn't. And it's so new for you. Yeah. Very. And whatever whatever's wrapped up in that, whatever your relationship was with your mom, whatever unresolved stuff, if there is anything that you're still dealing with, that's where you want to start. Mm-hmm. And just be as loving with yourself as you can. Don't worry about whether you're on the right path or not right now. Right now, this is a time for you to really stop and settle in and just really connect with yourself and allow for, allow the space for you to move through this experience of loss. First month is really challenging for a lot of people, especially if they're working because they feel like they need to get back to work and it feels like Mm -hmm. it's, you know, life as usual, but our insides don't feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. I took care of her for so long and, Ah. you know, like every, I mean, I didn't, she didn't live with me, but she was in memory care. So I went to work, then I went there, went to work, went there. And if I wasn't there, I was feeling guilty that I should be there or I was thinking about her or talking on the phone with her or, you know what I mean? And like now I do. Like I have I all this do. space and time and I don't, I don't know. What you don't to know do what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. you know what? Give yourself some time to figure it out. Yeah. Just, just give yourself some time, you know? I think Mm -hmm. for the first month after my dad passed, you know, I didn't see clients for a month. It it just, I couldn't blame you. 
you know, and, and everybody's different. Mm-hmm. So I think that what's important is that we honor what each of us individually have a knowing is what we need and a loving right. way gift ourselves with that. I think for right, right now, you know what, Michelle, it'll probably be a really good thing for you to start doing some journaling. If you feel like it, yeah. if you don't, then by all means toss it. But I think that Not it will like help that, you. Like I don't love to write, but but I know then it don't would help talk me. it out. You know, it, you can do yeah. it either that way, or you can talk into your phone. You know, mm-hmm. if you have an iPhone, they have a thing called uh, voice memos, mm-hmm. and and you can just talk into your phone. I think when we journal. When we don't have it specific to anything and we're just writing down whatever thoughts come into our mind, it's different than being forced to sit down and journal or write. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know? That's and and even true. if you can't get started, I'll, I'll give you a little trick. If you can't get started and you're sitting there and the thought is, I don't know what to write. I'm sitting here and I don't know what to write. Write that. That okay. I'm sitting here and I don't know what to write. And Eileen said that I should do this and I'm not sure if I want to, you know, if you have that thought. By all means, write it. Because you know what? Once you start, you'd be amazed at how things start to flow. Yeah, that okay? makes sense. Okay. All right. Give it, give it another few months before you start asking the question, am I on the right path? Because I have a feeling now that you have more time to actually Mm -hmm. be with yourself, that that information, that knowing will come to you so much more easily now that you have the time. So just be still, quiet, listen, pay attention, receive, and be very loving. Give yourself hugs, especially one from me, okay? Oh, thank you so much. You are so worthy and welcome. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. I'm surrounding Thank you with you. lots of love. You're welcome, honey. Have a good rest of your evening. You too. Bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. Blessings back to you. Thank you. All right, RJ. Where are we off to? Well, I remember Donna from California. I think she remembers you too. Let's welcome her in. <laughs> All right. Welcome, yeah. Donna. Good evening. Well, thank you. It's nice to be remembered. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> How can um, we be of service to you tonight, honey? What's yeah, going on I mean, in your uh, world? Yeah, you know, about a month ago, I was meditating and I received a message and it filled me up with a lot of love and gratitude and appreciation that it was coming soon. But nothing's come. nothing's really come to me. And, you know, I was wondering, you know, I've been asking God for to bring in a companion for me, a male companion, and then also for more abundance to come in so I can go traveling, which is something I did when I was younger, which I love to do because I don't have kids mm-hmm. or anything, so there's nothing to stop me from just enjoying my life, you know, other than mm-hmm. I don't have the finances to do it. And I wanted to know what you were picking up, please. Because what okay. I received was so powerful. It was so powerful. I'm yeah, sorry. Say that one more time, self. Donna. Say that when say I that one more message, time for me. When I got the message, it's coming soon, it was so powerful to me. 
I mean, I just, okay. my whole body, my whole body took it in, you know? Mm. And how and long like, ago was that for you? About three weeks. Okay. So, so just breathe into your heart for me, Donna, if you will. Thank you. So I want to say that, um, have we talked about Ho'oponopono, you and I, before? No. I would, I I would really invite you, because what I sense is that there's a belief that sits there somewhere in this matrix of light that is you, that as much as there's this sense of knowing that you know that this is true for you, meaning that... Mm -hmm. All that your heart desires is on its way, but the part of you Mm -hmm. that doesn't believe it is a very powerful energy. So what I might invite you to do is for whatever the memory or data is or the root cause that limits you in any way in receiving financial abundance and the perfect or most ideal divine romantic partner that you say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. So Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian clearing process that's been around for many, many years. The I love you, I'm sorry, and please forgive me is speaking to the actual cause of whatever limitation is perceived, real or not, right? And so we, we assume on some level of consciousness that we're creating everything. So the I love you is like a mother speaking to a small child, which is our subconscious, and the subconscious mind holds the memory and data that is the, the limiting belief or whatever is limiting us. So we lovingly say to whatever the cause for my limitation in any way, I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create you. Have no clue. Please forgive me for whatever I've done to create you. And then the thank you, Donna, is to divine creator, to God, to source, whatever word speaks to you for that, for that aspect of you, for clearing it all. So that it opens up the pathways for you to manifest your heart's desire. And the more you say it, you can say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you. Or just thank you. It all works. But I like people to understand what it is that they're addressing each segment of the prayer to so that they have a knowing of that. Make sense? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Because I really do feel that it's coming as well, both things, both the financial yeah. abundance. I think they're wrapped up in one with this, mm-hmm. this divine romantic partnership. And I feel that travel is coming. I can. It feels like oh, there's a trip coming even as soon as July. Oh. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm really going to invite you to... Have it be a way of being. Don't just say it in the morning or say it one time. 
You can address okay. anything with this. Okay. I will do that. And yeah. there's plenty of information about Ho'oponopono on the on the internet. Um, Ho'oponopono. Um, there's stuff on the on YouTube. Um, Mabel, M-A-B-E-L, Katz, K-A-T-Z, has a plethora of YouTube videos that you can get more of a feel for it. Teacher. Who studied with Mabel. Hulen, Dr. Dr. Hulen, who is really internationally known but retired for teaching oh. this. Okay? Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, I like saying those things. Good. So if I love good. you, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. Right? Correct. Okay. Yes. Or just I love you or just thank you. There's a great deal of grace in the process. It all works. Or or say them in a different order even if you want to. It's, just, it's totally okay. up to you. All right. All right. Thank you very right, much. Sweet lady, you are very welcome. Thanks so much for calling in and have a good rest of your evening because you have a full one still because yeah. you're out there on the West Coast. So enjoy. <laughs> Thank you, Eileen. You're welcome, Donna. Blessings, honey. Bye-bye now. All right, RJ, where are we off to? We're off to Colorado and visit with Randy. Okay. Good evening, Randy, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. My question question is um, my partner for the year had um, quit, and um, I was wondering, I was wondering for the summer if you see somebody coming to work with me. Okay. May I know what kind of work you do? I'm a teacher. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. So just breathe into your heart, Randy, for me. I'm just asking for any and all information on your behalf regarding a working partner. And when that person will show up. I want to say that um, it feels very vacant for the next month or so. But um, July seems like a very strong month for the possibility of someone coming in. I don't know how easy this is going to feel to you. Don't lose, <laughs> yeah, hard. don't lose faith in it. Yeah, don't lose faith I'm, in it because there's a Yeah, I hear you, but there's there must be a reason that there's a period of time that that you're on your own with this. What what do you teach or who do you teach, honey? 2-year-olds and preschoolers. Okay. Okay. Seven. I'm going to be on my own with seven two-year-olds. Okay. So, so this is what I want to say to years. you. Okay. I hear you. This is what I want to say to you about this. Um, find a high school student that's a responsible person to help yeah, you. I already asked if my daughter could join me, and they wouldn't let her. You have to be 18. 
Okay, so I want to say to you, a high school student or a college student on break for college first year, there, there is a young woman that's going to be available to you hmm. or a young man. I, it feels more like a female, but that's the kind of person that's going to be your interim health. Please don't, don't let your fear limit you. It'll all work okay. out. It'll okay. all work out. And this person is going to be a wonderful asset. It'll be very mutually beneficial because they need a job. And then I would just really hold a space. And you can do as I just explained to our last caller. Say to whatever limits your perfect partner showing up for caring for these divine little two-year-olds, right? I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. Whatever, whatever you need to clear in order for that perfect person to show up. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. And just say it as often as you can. Or whenever that feeling of fear comes up, whatever the feeling is, I love you. 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 Whatever this feeling is, whatever, it doesn't matter. You don't need to name it. Just I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Until it shifts. Breathing into your heart center and out of it. It's all going to work out. Okay. You see me being okay. You see me, well, you're saying it's going to work out because you want me to believe that it's going to work out? Are you really... No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't say anything that I don't feel or that okay. I'm not guided to say, there's no point in me doing that for you. Okay. I'm, what I said was it's going to be a little challenging for you in the beginning, okay. but I see it all working out and a lot more quickly than you think. I think July, it may take till July for you to find the perfect partner, mm-hmm. but, but there's interim help available to you. Right. Right. Okay. Great. And and actually, one of the resources, I feel like it's somebody that is going to know someone that, that it's going to show up, or maybe even a parent might be able to come in and help in, in the interim. But the other thing that, that, feels, that it feels like is that um, I know that there is a service online. I can't remember the name of it. My niece found people to take care of her kids through this resource. They're all vetted and um, people have background checks done. It's just yeah, a little bit of a, a tedious they process. A, yeah. they, have sub, Pardon? they have a sub-agency. They have a sub-agency that they use. But okay. it's not the same as having a partner no. where you're working together for the same goals and, it's you know, not. trying to, you know. It's <laughs> not, but for right now, you need to kind of think outside that the box is. and allow for support to come in as it serves your highest good while you wait for that perfect partner to show up. Okay. That's what I mean that I have a feeling it's all working out, but you have to believe that in order to create this. Yeah. And okay. and just keep breathing through the fear. When you feel that, that fear, I heard you say you're terrified. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I hear I you. 
seven two-year-olds by myself. Okay. I hear you. So cancel that and just say, I know I'm totally supported and breathe into your heart and to this feeling of fear. I honor you and I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you until it shifts. Mm -hmm. And just say whatever limits, whatever limits me in any way in bringing the support in that I need to help me with these absolutely fabulous children. I love you. 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 Trust it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks so much for calling, honey. You have a good rest of your evening. You too. (coughs) Bye-bye. Thank you. Forgive me, wow, everybody, that cough for really has you. cough tonight. Pardon? I say that cough really has you tonight. It's really annoying, I got to say. I'm sorry to everybody. So where are we off to? We're going to go to New York City and uh, visit with Kelly from the Bronx. All right, Kelly. Yes, I'm going to cough Kelly, one more time, can... Kelly. Kelly, hold on a second. I am. I'm going to cough one more time. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. Okay. I decided not to cough in your ear. How can I be of service tonight? Yes, I have a question for you. Um, I was in a car accident about a month ago, Mm -hmm. and um, I recently switched doctors. So I have to do physical therapy for the next six months. And I just would like to know if these uh, issues that I have, are they going to clear up? For example, like the numbness in my hand and my back, just wanted to see if it's going to clear up. And I have, um, I had uh, in the in the accident, I had gotten a, uh, I think it was, it's called a whiplash injury, mm-hmm. and I hit my head twice. Yeah. So the physical therapy, it's it's it is the for the first month it didn't help. I'll be honest with you, but it seems like it just. The pain comes and goes, comes and goes. I can turn my body in one position and all the pain comes back. But um, I just wanted to see, do you see everything clearing up? Okay. Which hand are you having your numbness in? It's in my left hand. Okay. Did you get hit from the left side? No, we got hit from the back. Or was it a rear ender? A A rear ender. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just take a breath into your heart center for me, Kelly, if you will. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, yes, I think that this is all going to clear up as long as you give it permission to, as long as you're not invested in it staying. Do you know what I mean when I say that? I don't mean that yes. as a criticism. Okay. I need you to know what that means, though. Yes? Yeah, I do. Okay. So one of the things that, that I would invite you to do is, is find – actually, I can make a referral for you if you want, but find mm-hmm. an energetic healer, someone that does energy healing that works with the energy matrix. It's really an experienced practitioner that's been doing it for years and they can work with the matrix that is your body 
and your whole energy field. This is the reason why is because part of why we experience pain um, after we have a car accident or a trauma to the body is because especially with this type of injury, the energy field is not feeding the parts of your body where you're experiencing your pain. So if you can imagine when, when you have um, a rear end collision um, that as your body is thrown in one direction, your energy field gets thrown in the other. And then when it's thrown back into the next uh, uh, position, the field goes in the opposite direction again. And wherever you land, that's where your field ends. That's where it stays. So a lot of people that don't have um, a present energy field for their back and everything, they feel like they're forward heavy. They trip over their feet a lot. They feel like they can't stand up straight. And, And pain is uncomfortable, right? So you need someone that can work with your energy to gently bring it back into place. Okay. So okay. that's 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 number 1 and that will help you with your pain and your healing. The other thing is based on Ho'oponopono principles, right? You created this for some reason. You didn't do it consciously, but you created it. So, I invite you to whatever you did to create this, right? Whatever the reason for the motor vehicle accident is, Whatever the reason for the injuries are, you're never going to know all of it. So just say to whatever the cause of this was, whatever the cause of my pain is, whatever the cause of the numbness is, whatever your symptoms are, whatever the cause is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you, God, for clearing it all. Because everything everything Mm -hmm. is cause and effect in this realm. So whatever the thoughts are that created this in your mind, there is a mirror image around the cell. So whatever's in the subconscious mind is in the subconscious mind of the cell. So when we, when we say this prayer, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you, or you want to say them in whatever order you want to whatever the cause of your suffering is on whatever level you're experiencing it, then what you are asking for by saying thank you is for God, divine creator, spirit, for erasing the cause from the mind. As it's erased from the mind, it's erased simultaneously from the cell. Does that make sense to you? It makes a whole lot of sense. Yes, it does. Okay. So the more you do it, like eat, sleep, breathe it. Don't just say it in the morning and at night before you go to bed. Just anytime you get a thought that's of suffering, anytime you feel a symptom of suffering, whatever it is, suffering is any challenge. You know, it can be, it can be reliving the experience. It can be having some neck discomfort. It can have, it can be having that numbness, whatever it is. I love you. Just hold that part of your body. And say, I love you, whatever you can reach or, or wherever you can get closest to it and be comfortable in your body positioning. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, so the minute you're invested, that, yes, Kelly, 
the minute you're invested in these symptoms is the minute they don't go. Hear me? Okay, I see. Okay, because then you have an investment to keep them here. So please keep that in mind. All right? Good luck with your healing. Thank you. I'll call you back later to let you know what's going on with it. I appreciate that. That would be wonderful, Kelly. All right, honey. Surrounding you with love. Surrounding you with love. You're welcome. All right, RJ. I see we're at 8 o'clock. Well, I could um, we have I can make time for one more if uh, you are good for it. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I did not see All that. All right. Okay. Let's Where visit Maribel in Maribel from New York. Oh, we're gonna stay in New York. Okay, Maribel. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, honey. How can we be of service? So basically, I'm wondering. I'm in between two options for housing. And um, one would be with three guys, and one would be be with three girls. And I was just wondering which one you felt would be long-term most, I guess, ideal for me. Okay. Hmm. That's an interesting question. Just go ahead and breathe into your heart for me, Maribel, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. So what I want to invite you to do is hold the idea, because I want this to be a teachable moment as well, hold the idea of living in the, the residence with the three guys first. Hold the image of that in your heart. Just kind of breathe it in. And see how that feels. Just picture where you'd be living and picture the three guys that you would be living with. And just breathe that into your heart center and tell me how that feels to you. I don't know if it's a thing, but I was like thirsty. Say that one more time because I'm having a hard time understanding you. Yeah, I don't know if it would make sense, but earthy. Earthy, as in E-A-R-T-H-Y? Yeah. Okay. Okay, what else do you feel? Does it feel comfortable? I feel like comfortable in some ways, but Mm -hmm. uncomfort in the sense that it would push me to go, I guess, to surpass limitations. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. As you breathe that situation into your heart center, what else comes up for you, if anything? What other thoughts or feelings or images come up for you? I guess just the price. The price meaning of the space? The rent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it affordable for you or no? It's a little bit um, not ideal. Like the, the price that I'm paying right now is a little bit less than what they would offer. Okay. But, yeah. 
I feel like okay. in terms of comparing this situation to the mm-hmm. other one, the other is like cheaper, but at the same time, I I don't know if that like I know financially finance is very important to me, mm-hmm. but also like being able to go to a home where I feel comfortable. Absolutely. So don't compare. Let's do it again like we just did. Okay. So release okay. the idea of living with the guys. Mm-hmm. Let go of that. Take a breath or two into and out of your heart center. Connect in there. And when you feel connected into your heart center, then again, visualize where you'd be living with the girls and breathe that into your heart center. And breathe the presence of the three ladies into your heart center. Kind of imagine yourself there and feel how that feels in your heart center. And tell me what you feel. I feel like distant, almost like in my own bubble. Um, almost like it's convenience. Like the that aspect of it is good, mm-hmm. and that makes me feel comfortable. Like in a not not comfortable as in great, but comfortable as in safe. And mm-hmm. those are the feelings that come up as you connect with the feeling in this space. Do you feel safe? Um, Not to be myself, no. Interesting. Did you feel safe to be yourself with the house with the guys? Yeah, because there's a part of me that has this belief that they're more lenient. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So thank you for... Thank you for doing that exercise with me. <clears throat> Let me just take a swallow. Hold on. <clears throat> so if I'm to ask which situation serves your highest good, it feels that staying with the guys serves your highest good. I don't know if it's for all the reasons that you think, but with that said, I really want you to consider doing this exercise not on the phone with me and just just as we did it get quiet go into really breathing in your connection with the three gentlemen the the house or the apartment whatever it is and just imagine living there to the greatest extent that you can pretend or imagine powerfully in your mind And see how it feels. And then do the same exercise again with the house with the three women. And then sit down and say to yourself, which one is the more comfortable space for me to be myself? Because your living space is sacred. If you can't be comfortable in your home, 
pick a different place, even if it's not these two. Find a third opportunity or a third option. And I want to also say to you that it feels it feels that being in a space with less people would probably be more nurturing for you. I Just a thought, thought to before. consider. Pardon? Yeah. I never thought about it before. You know, you're very energy sensitive. At least that's how you feel to me, Maribel, which means that you pick up on everybody else's stuff. And so you really want to be very conscious about that for your space that you live in. Hmm. So you might, you might want to consider, is there a third option available to you? How, how much time do you have? Do you have the space of time? And if so, explore that. Okay. I don't but really go, have a third but, option right now. but <laughs> Okay, I hear you. But go with the feeling. Where, do you, where will you feel the safest and the most comfortable? Okay. Because this is where you're going to be living. This is where you're gonna, your stuff is going to be, you know? This is where you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Do you want this to be sacred space? Do you want to be able to create that where you live? Anything less than that is very interfering with, with creating harmony and balance in your life. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other enriches and nurtures you and promotes mm-hmm. balance and well-being, right? Yes, correct. All right, honey. Good luck with it. Be kind. Be kind to yourself, right? And trust your inner intuition. Trust your knowing because you're a very wise woman. You know a lot. So listen to what your inner wisdom is telling you. Don't blow it off. Okay? Okay. All right, honey. Take a breath. Know your love. You. <laughs> I know. I know. Know your love, and it's all going to work out. All okay. right. All right, honey. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for calling in. Have a good rest of your evening. You too. Thank you. All right. Blessings. Bye. All right, RJ. I am here. Thank you, sweet man, for being the divine presence that you are every week with me. I'm so grateful for you. Well, thank you for that. And I am very grateful to have the opportunity to do this with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I wish you a pleasant evening yourself. And we will do a quick heart connection to close out the show. Okay? Thank you. Good night. Night, RJ. Thank you. All right, everybody, if you are live with me or listening to the replay, I love to close our show with a conscious heart connection. Um, But let me just remind you that if you're going to participate with us on the monthly new moon calls, the new moon clearing process for entrepreneurs and small business owners is Wednesday, May 29, 12 o'clock Eastern. 
And for general clearing, it's Friday, May 31, also 12 p.m. Eastern. Go ahead to my website on the event page. That's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash event. And you'll be able to find the link to register if you've not registered previously. That way you get the call-in information and, um, and link to replay so that you can do that clearing process to empower you for clarity and just getting rid of all that old energy um, to get your really good intentions written up and ready for the next new moon, which is June 3. All right. Okay. And for all of you that are experiencing grief and grieving, know that my heart just surrounds you. And trust me when I say to you, I've been doing this for years. It does get better. Some of the moments don't feel good, but it does get better. You know the expression, time heals all wounds? It is true. The only problem is I can't tell you how long. So that's part of the process of being a loving presence unto thyself as you move through this experience of being human and grieving your losses. So to assist you along the way, just take a moment, if you will, and relax your belly muscles and breathe. Uncross your legs and knees or ankles and knees. Open your arms so that they're not crossed. And as you breathe, allow your breath, imagine your breath going into your heart center and out of your heart center. That's the energy center in the middle of your chest, the place where love emanates from and where we receive love into. And now just imagine a bubble of love light around you. You get to pick the color, anything but red. And so as you breathe into the heart center, you're breathing in love light. So imagine that. Because really what you're doing is as you breathe into your heart, with or without that bubble of love light, you're activating the love within you, your essence your soul essence, which is nothing less than divine, unconditional love. You breathed that essence into your body when you first took your first breath. And that part of you will stay with you until you take your last. So you are not ever without love. It is always right there. It's anchored into every cell in your body. So when you consciously breathe into and out of your heart center, you're connecting to the love that you are. The love light bubble around you just makes it easier to visualize it. So just breathe it in and fill yourself up. And imagine that color of love in every cell of your body from head to toe, 
from deep within all the way through your body. And now with your next breath, let it expand gently through your skin so that you are now filled and surrounded by the vibration and color of love. And just see how that feels for you. And with your next breath, take a, take a conscious um, breath and send some love down out your feet and gift it to Mother Earth, our Divine Mother. And imagine it goes all the way to the center of the earth and immediately expands in all directions, filling her to the brim with love. And all who dwell within her, it comes through the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it just keeps flowing because there are no boundaries to love. Out into our atmosphere, a gift of love to all who dwell above her keeps on going beyond our atmosphere, out into the universe, a gift of love to all. Out into infinity. Back to the heart of all that is. And what we know is what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So imagine that gift of love coming right back to you. So breathe it in. Yeah. Nice. Love is always available. We are never without it. So thank you for sharing your love with me. And I hope that the show tonight has brought you a gift of some peace some clarity, maybe even a little joy. We look forward to seeing you back here next Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Call in at 645 to get into the queue. And I will look forward to being with you. Have a wonderful week and enjoy your evening. Know that you're loved. From my heart to yours, blessings of love and gratitude, and good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night. For Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer, Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues, from vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service. Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb. Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.